Hello, and thanks for checking in at Calamo. You know, I'm super excited about our new sermon series where we explore how God is at work in our lives and, and how sometimes he has a little bit of a sense of humor while he's doing it. Well, you know, life has a lot of surprises and setbacks, and God works through our lives to give us strength and guidance and turn those obstacles into opportunities. And I do believe that God wants us to live rewarding and joyful lives in these crazy times. He does give us that strength and encouragement. So stay tuned as we dive into today's message. Are your obstacles really opportunities in disguise? You know, we are starting a new year in a, a time of new beginnings, of opportunities and new adventures. You know, sometimes it, it seems like, you know, the new year is just just really super exciting and, and fun to, to head into. And then other times it just seems like it's just a new set of obstacles. Finances, high prices, yes, you name it. You know, there's just, just a myriad of ways that there's obstacles in our lives. Well, you know, there's another way to look at obstacles. Obstacles force us to change, to move away from the status quo. They force us to grow in our abilities, and especially our abilities to adapt to new and changing situations. So we're going to start out this morning with, the, with these couple questions. Can you think of an obstacle in your life? Oh, you can think, oh, yeah, right. How many? And then the question is, just, just get started. How did you handle those, that obstacle or one of those obstacles? According to Success Magazine, everybody has obstacles in, in their life, and yeah, we know that. But how we overcome those obstacles determines our success in life. So let's explore four ways that we can tackle our obstacles. The first one is how we perceive the obstacle. You know, the first thing is, is, is how we look at an obstacle makes a huge difference. If we look at the obstacle as something insurmountable, we're pretty well much dead in our tracks, right? However, if we look at the obstacle as just something we need to detour around or work our way through, then it's a completely different situation. We, there's light at the end of the tunnel, right? And now that obstacle turns into an opportunity to go another way or to try a different approach or maybe just to take a clean look at the problem. You know, another way of saying this is instead of focusing on the obstacle, let's focus on what the overall goal is. And then it makes it so much easier to look past the obstacle and, and see alternatives to that obstacle. The next thing we want to look at is to avoid wishful thinking. Now, you know, it's okay to allow ourselves to briefly wish that, oh, I didn't have to deal with that or, Oh, I wish I had this or I wish I had that. Uh, but allowing ourselves to stay focused on wishful thinking is a pitfall that will drain our energy and then completely sidetrack us from moving away from that obstacle. The third suggestion is focus on what we can do. You know, I think we all wish that we had something that we don't. You know, like a specialized skill, like I've been dealing with some computer issues lately, and I, I think there's probably a few other people that are. You know, and so, I, man, I sure wish I knew more about computers or I had more experience with it or I had that special manual or whatever, you know. Or how about, uh, I wish I had some more money so I could afford to do something correctly rather than having to band-aid or to work around it. Or how about stronger muscles, right? 
You know, it's, it's always nice to have stronger muscles. So one important thing to do is to focus on what we have or what we're capable of doing. You know, I like to play solitaire on my iPad at night to relax just before going to bed. And, and, there's, and, and I'm not a good at solitaire player, but I, you know, I do it. But um, so many times I'll get to a point where I'm stuck. You know, there's, there's, there's nothing I can do. Uh, there's just no way to uncover that last card I need to uncover. But I can move this card, and so I move that. And well, I can move this one, I move that. And then, and then poof, the next thing I know, I can move the card that I couldn't move before. You know, um, it's just out of nowhere, this solution pops up. Like I say, I'm not real good at it. <laughs> or, or I'll be working outside, right? And, and there's something that, that I need to do requires more strength than I have, because I'm just not that strong, right? Oh. But I do have a, a two by four that I can pry with or a, or a chain that I can hook something up to or, or some blocks block something up or, or how about a front end loader? I like that one. Uh, and then poof, the task is done. You know, it's a lot like having persistence, but rather than beating our head against a wall, finding a way around it. Well, the last suggestion that we're gonna look at today is, is having that positive mental attitude right? Develop this unshakable belief in ourselves and our ability to handle any obstacle that might arise. Well, I believe that that is where uh, God, our Lord and Savior Jesus, enters the picture, right? Because we will always face obstacles and issues where the situation is, quite frankly, just plain beyond our abilities to handle on our own. But Jesus has promised to be with us always, and he has promised to us that eternal life of joy with him starting in the here and now and going on forever. Well, I think the, the story of this powerful army commander in the Bible is a great example of, of how God can turn obstacles into opportunities. And this story comes to us from 2 Kings starting at chapter 5 verse 1. And if you have time, take a minute and read that full story because I think you'll find it very interesting. Well. Aram was a neighboring country to Israel, and Naaman was a very powerful person in that country as the commander of their army. But although he was very powerful, he had leprosy. Now, at that time, there was no known cure for leprosy. So he was faced with an obstacle, an obstacle that he could not overcome on his own. He was stuck. But God had plans for Naaman. And so the story goes on that, that Naaman ends up going to Elijah, who was a very powerful prophet. The Bible refers to him as the man of God. Now, now here's the interesting part. Naaman comes to Elisha, and he brought a small fortune of gold and silver and clothes, expensive clothes, to pay for this service of healing. But Elisha would take none of it. All of Naaman's power and riches could not buy him a way around his obstacle. And when Naaman went to Elisha, Elisha wouldn't even come out of the house. He, he sent a messenger out to him, telling him to go wash in this nearby river that happened to be very muddy, right? So not only was Naaman not able to buy a solution to his problem, but Elisha wouldn't even give him the respect to come out and, and, and be in front of him. And, and then go tell him to wash in a dirty river. What an insult. 
You know, and I think in that we see a little bit of God's sense of humor at work. He was definitely rubbing Naaman's nose in the dirt, right? Making him get off his high horse. Naaman was told to humble himself and he didn't like it. And you know, I think that that's a lesson for all of us because I think all of us want to tackle life on our terms. We want to be in control, masters of our own destinies. But you know, God loves us very much and he asks that we come to him, that we humble ourselves and admit that he is much greater than we are. And in Naaman's case, when he humbled himself and did what he was told to do, he was cured. As a matter of fact, they said his skin was cured to the health of a young boy. So that brings us up to our next discussion questions. In what way do you think we are like Naaman, that is, always wanted to be in control, to control our own destiny? And then the follow-up to that is, how do you think that, that attitude, that, that thinking affects our relationship with God? You know, we can take a couple things from this story of, of uh, Naaman. You know, one is that God loves us and is always with us. Elisha was a powerful man of God, but he knew his limitations. But he had no limitations when he was in God's arms. Now, Jesus says this is recorded in Matthew chapter 11. Come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, like heavy burdens, like an obstacle that you can't can't cure on your own, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. You will find peace, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Well, Jesus promises rest for our souls so we can be at peace, so that we can be joyful, knowing that he is always with us. And then Jesus also promises us the permanent presence of the Holy Companion, the Holy Advocate. He says this is recorded in John chapter 14. If you love me, you will keep my commandments and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate, someone who will be in your corner to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him because he abides in you and he will be in you. Well, when we're faced with obstacles that seem insurmountable and there's no possible solution or any way around, we can turn to the Lord who is mighty and powerful and loves us more than we can imagine. And he shows us ways to turn our obstacles into opportunities. And so our closing discussion question this morning is, are, are your obstacles really opportunities in disguise or how do your obstacles help you grow closer to God? And now, here's our prayer challenge. Spend that five minutes each day and you're gonna to have to push away the distractions of life and think about the obstacles in your life. And how have you dealt with them? How are you dealing with them? How do you think you're gonna deal with them? And then, can you see the hand of God helping you to turn your obstacles into opportunities? Talk to God, share your obstacles with him and let him show you the way. And then thank God for being your source of, strength, source of strength and support. But whatever you do, talk with God often, share your obstacles with him and then share his mighty works with others. Well, I hope you found this message to be helpful. If you'd like some more information, please reach out. You can put a comment in the chat box for this post. 
You can call or text me at 517-588-8415, or you can always use the Calmo online connection card at calmochurch.org forward slash connect dash with dash Calamo. Let us know what you think. And now, if you would please pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for being that mighty obstacle clearer in our lives. And Lord, we pray that you will help us and guide us as we struggle with our opportunity, op, obstacles, that you might turn them into opportunities for us to grow in our lives. And whatever you do, Lord, we thank you for being an awesome, loving God. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. I'm your neighbor, Jerry, pastor at Calamo Church. Have a great day, have a great week, and have a happy New Year's. And bye for now.